0: Hi, how are you? This is Brenda Shoshana, and welcome back to another one of our episodes for Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. It's lovely to be here with you, and thanks so much for the wonderful outpouring of comments and, and wonderful responses. I really appreciate it. Today, the podcast is called Place After Place is the Right Place. Just where you are right now is perfect. It's exactly where you belong, although we never think that way. Never, ever, ever. We always want to be somewhere else. And this is what we're going to talk about today. How to really enjoy and love and be where you are wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. You know, when we live wholeheartedly, our hearts become well and fine. All of us. But when part of us lives here and part is somewhere else rejecting where we are now or hating it or wanting to be somewhere else, that's when the trouble begins. And it's the case for most of us that we are in that situation. We're always waiting for the perfect moment, for the perfect person, for the perfect situation to come to us. In fact, so much of our lives are involved planning for that. Oh my goodness, when that moment comes, woo, then I'll be happy. Then life will be good. Or you see many messages, if something wonderful is going to happen to you today, if it's coming your way, say yes. <laughs> it's always future, future, future. As if where we are right now is not good enough. As if the person we're with right now isn't good enough. As if we can't be happy until we receive certain conditions that are exactly to our liking. We've written a prescription and life has to fulfill our prescription. And if it doesn't, we're going to work and change things and do everything we can until it fits exactly what we want. Now, of course, I'm not saying that future planning is not important, because it is. It's very important to look and see what's coming and to plan for it wisely, if possible. However, what I'm talking about is the fact that when we cannot rest and enjoy and be present in what we have now, And when we're always constantly dwelling on our future and the future of our loved ones, with tremendous amount of anxiety and preoccupation about what's coming next, that actually is a compulsion that distorts our lives. And I think it's really important to talk about that, to see what it is. It's just a compulsion it's, it's, it's ruining our present lives right now. Many of us engage in what can be called catastrophic thinking. And what that really is, is we think we dream up or we think of all the horrible things that are going to happen. Oh my gosh, if I do this, this could happen or that could happen. And certainly the news is so frightening today and every, from every point of view that we, it feeds that. It feeds that consciousness of, oh my goodness, there's danger everywhere and what's going to happen next, next. The word is always next. This is dangerous because, first of all, 99% of our catastrophic thinking never takes place, but we live through the horror as if it has. And we complain that our joy is being stolen from us, it's being taken away from us. But the truth is nobody is taking away your joy and your happiness from you. It's here right now. It's available this very moment. It's the actual catastrophic thinking and the compulsion to plan out, to protect ourselves, to ensure that everything goes our way. That itself is what is stealing our joy and our happiness from us. And you know what else? It's stealing the next moment because when we're really present and happy and things are good in this moment, usually the next moment follows that way too. And if we bring a lot of upset and agitation from this moment, the next moment can become agitated as well. You know, The real truth is that your joy is always present. And what you have to do to reclaim it, this is pretty radical, but it's also very effective, and I invite you to try, is to forget about what's coming for a while and be with what is here right now. Welcome it. Be with it. Honor this moment, whatever it looks like, even if it's not what you want it to be. Just welcome it and experience it and even give thanks for it. That's pretty radical to give thanks for maybe a relationship that we don't like or a condition that's disturbing. No, stop and give thanks for it. Be with it. This is where you are right now. Give thanks to, when you begin to give thanks for it, or just allow it, it makes space around it. You're not fighting it so terribly, and it makes room for things to actually breathe and change. And it does something else. It makes room for you to see what's good in that moment. We're usually focusing on what's wrong with the person, the situation, how can I change them? We don't really take time to see what's good here, what's wonderful here, what am I learning from this moment, or what is this moment wanting for me, what am I here to give something? We just rush right by it, we don't really see what that moment is holding for us, and if you live your whole life that way, well, you're just going to miss your whole life living in these catastrophic expectations. It's very easy to get caught up like that. It's very easy, and nobody is to blame for it. I'm not saying blame yourself, Go, No, never blame yourself or anyone else. Just notice, notice, oh my, this is what's happening. I'm being caught right now in a compulsion And I'm not going to go there. I'm going to stay right here and focus and find what's wonderful right here, right now. What's wonderful in this person? What can I give thanks for right here, right now, just as things are? I call it taking a dip in the ocean of today. First you put your toe in, then the whole foot. Just taste it. Just be with what is here right now. Because when we don't, when we let fear or earthquakes take us over, we don't really know what we're doing anymore. You know, there's a wonderful, fun story of a Zen master. Years ago, he ran a big monastery, and there was a huge earthquake in the monastery. And everything was shaking, the building, the rafters, the ground under his feet, and all the students' feet. And in some ways, that's what we're going through now. Everything's shaking under our feet. And he was so shaken, he tried very hard to walk straight line to keep his balance. But he was so shaken, he kept thinking, how can I fix this? What can I do? And finally, just by itself, the earthquake settled down. Things settled down. People found shelter. And he said to the students, well, you know, I was very strong through all of this. And they laughed and they said, yes, I guess you were, but, but sir, you were drinking a whole cup of what you thought was green tea, but it was really soy sauce. It's <laughs> not that fun? When we're all shaken, a delicious cup of green tea, we think it's green tea, but we're drinking something else, soy sauce, something bitter. We don't really taste what's right there. We're mixed up. And That is a very interesting description of what happens when we stay with the shaking. Just experience the shaking. Don't try to be strong and pretend it's not shaking. Just let it shake. When shaking comes, shaking comes, let it shake. It will end much sooner and you'll maintain much more clarity what to do during the shaking if you stay and experience what is and you won't drink soy sauce and think it's a delicious cup of green tea. I have a little exercise here for you that might be helpful with this. It's just um, stop for a moment and just look at where you are right now and see what's wrong with it. And then take a moment and see what's right with it. Can you let the moment the place or the person or situation be exactly as they are? And even can you give thanks for them? Can you see what they might want to say to you, what the moment might want to offer you, and listen for that? When you can do that, your life will take a whole different flavor. And you'll begin to see that every place is the right place. And the beautiful little Zen poem will become true. No snowflake falls in an inappropriate place. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. It's great to be with you. Um, Come join us next week. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell your friends. We're on zenwisdomtoday.com and also on iTunes. And the podcast is called Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana. My personal website is Brenda Shoshana with two ns dot com. I'm here for you and I would love to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye bye.